Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television. We're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 189. One eighty nine. James, how are you? I'm doing great. I survived a COVID scare because I have a very irresponsible friend who somehow got COVID, even though everyone says that the entire pandemic is over. But I guess it's still out there. I had one friend just mouth kissing people out in public, and he comes down with COVID, and he almost gave it to me. How are you, Johnny? Well, independent of that story, I have COVID. <laughs> It was you, Jacques. It was me. I have COVID. I'm How sorry, feeling, listener. Buddy? Listener, get tested. I might have given to you in the last episode. Yep, your ears now got COVID. Uh, I don't know how I got it. It might have been the world's most crowded bar I went to to watch the Oscars. That might have been it's it. Possible, could be that. It might have been the the birthday party that I went to the day before in the second most crowded <laughs> bar in the world. Also, could have been that. But other than that, I have no idea how I could have gotten it. <laughs> I think the mouth kissing people. Was probably that's right. my guess. Uh, I'm fine. I just I feel like I have a cold, but I'm fine. Uh, so that's good. I think the vaccine works. Isn't allegedly. it crazy? Isn't it wild yeah. that like the thing that obviously works actually works? It's nuts. Yeah. Um, well, um, speaking of working, do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. I'm actually good. You guys can take this one you're on yourself on your own today. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. That's the funniest one he's ever done. That's the best one. That's the best one he's ever done in 189 episodes. In, I thought it'd be funny. He nailed it. Here's our guest. I actually don't want to be the guest today. <laughs> just it's you know, just, you're like we we throw to you and you just go pass, <laughs> and then and then we do not hear from you for the rest of the show. You know when like an, an NBA basketball center is like dominating, and then the defender who's guarding him uh, all of a sudden just moves out of the way, so he falls on his back? Yep. That's what just happened. Yep. I am not taking any charges today. <laughs> no. Uh, all that to uh, say. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. How are you guys doing? It sounds like, Johnny, Good. Uh, you were pretty irresponsible. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean... Uh, you thought you had COVID. We recorded in person last week. Yeah. I was afraid that I gave it to both of you. I think you had it. Your test was wrong, and you gave it to me. <laughs> and then that second test where you said where it said that you still didn't have it was also wrong. No, no, no. You're right. There's, <laughs> there's a good four or five days worth of science that you can take umbrage with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's just the days in real time. That's not to speak of the, I don't know, three, four, five hundred years worth of science that led up to that moment. <laughs> uh, science is whatever you want it to be. <laughs> What's the... <laughs> that's, that's a 30 round classic that's, right there. Dude, Spichemin, everything he says is perfect. <laughs> Uh, uh how are you joey how's your life uh i'm good the covid scares just keep coming uh, no <laughs> I, I i haven't tested since but i did see james over the course of this weekend at a separate fairly crowded bar and now i'm you know supposed to go on a work trip this weekend i don't need to put all this on out on the open but i'll get tested and be fine <laughs> everything's gonna be fine yeah. i'm gonna test again tomorrow and I think that I'm still going to come up positive because I don't think it's been enough time. But it'd be nice if I didn't. Pretty cool if you didn't. 
It would be super dope if you didn't. And like Matthew My McConaughey would say, a... be a lot cooler if you didn't do that thing. Remember from the movie? That's right. What did your girlfriend say? That's right. That's from... Oh, she was on a trip for work, and then she got back when I had full COVID, and she keeps testing negative, so hopefully that'll keep happening, but who's to say? Your girlfriend is a better person than I am, because if my wife tested positive for COVID, actually, I don't know. I probably would I probably would just mouth mouth kiss my wife until I got COVID at this <laughs> point, because we I was going to I was gonna like... say I, would, I was going to go stay somewhere else, but I think at this point, I'm like, just fucking give it to me, right. and then... Get over that hump. Spit into my mouth with more right. fervor than you usually do. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could choke me lightly while you're doing that, while you give me COVID, that would be... Best of both worlds. Yeah, that would be really big for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a way that it's transmitted that a lot of people don't talk about is through choking. When mm-hmm. your hands are around <laughs> someone's throat, <laughs> gets in real quick. <laughs> Uh, so well, I'm happy that you are all right, Johnny. Johnny, did you lose yeah, your, yeah. your your sense of smell and taste, or no? I, I can taste and he smell lost his sense of touch. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man. The only thing I lost was my sense of right and wrong. <laughs> I don't know why losing your sense of touch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I kind of did. When my when my girlfriend got back uh, from her trip, her suitcase was in the hall, and I went to pee in the middle of the night, the first night I had COVID, and just fell completely over it. Uh, so in some ways, I did lose my sense of I touch. Thought that was, I thought that was going to end up with you peeing on her suitcase. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> hoping it was going to go. <laughs> especially especially the act of you opening it, like unzipping it to do so. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that it was in like yet. laying open on the floor. He had to unzip it. You had to pull it out of the Oh, out honey, the, I'm so sorry. I, I, I was in a sleepy daze. <laughs> I had a kid. Oh, I, I was at a bar one time. I might have told this before. I was at a bar one time uh, like last summer. And uh, this kid, I was waiting to meet a friend, and this kid's sitting next to me at the bar. And uh, over the course of it, he finds out that I'm 30, and that I find out that he is 25. And he's like, oh, man, 30. Is it true that uh, you start to wake up to pee in the middle of the night? And I was like, what did, what, <laughs> what did anyone tell you about turning 30 or just getting older in general? That, like, you're scared about, oh, my God, I'm going to have to wake up to pee. That's important. What, are you pissing the bed 25? Yeah, it feels great, and then you get to go back to sleep. Right, that's the that's the best feeling in the world. The act of going back. to I have sleep two is points. Great. One, we've definitely talked about this exact interaction on this podcast okay. before. <laughs> and two, when did you start having to get up in the middle of the night to pee? Uh, probably three or four. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like in college, I don't really remember ever doing it. No, yeah, it's definitely like later twenties. Because I also drink a lot of water at night, and that has definitely. Right. It's not every night that I get up to pee. Also, I want to. No, me neither. No. Yeah, I'm a big strong man. Uh, the the fact that I don't uh, drink so much booze that I stay asleep through the urge to pee anymore uh, is is kind of an important like step forward, I would say. Yeah. Um, anyway, this bar that you were at this weekend, Joe, it's because you were performing, correct? I did a, a set of stand up comedy. How'd it go? Joey had a hot one. I I, I will go ahead and say I had a hot one. It was it was very fun. Blink twice if you if it's not true and you just want the listener to think. No, that. he genuinely he genuinely had a good set and he did it opening the show having to follow uh, Alan Elion playing Spenny Pugliato who very often buries people because he's a mus- musical comedian which is super hard to follow 
Uh, and Joe did a great job. I have to listen. I would jump all over the chance to shit on Joe's <laughs> right. shit sh- shit stand up comedy, but he had a very he had I, a very good. If set. I had bombed, we would be talking about it almost the entire episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Because well, because is also like a very uh, ridiculous and lived in character that Alan has put together, and like sometimes I feel like when people follow him. Uh, an audience could still be figuring out like was that real is this like what is happening and that so yes. he hosted a comedy show in character yes. correct as spenny uh that's fine and spenny's amazing it's he's incredible to watch yeah. uh but sometimes audiences are slow to the you know well especially if it's the host of a show and you're like wait this is a person who's just meant to like guide things right, right. Yeah. and you and the audience slowly realizes oh this isn't cuz you know, a man in his late 20s who's pretending to be a 60-year-old man. Right. Spenny, Spenny definitely works best as the closing act of a comedy show. Yeah. Because, because then people don't have to reset their brains and be like, oh, okay. All the like, time, right. Yeah, this is something different. It's just, yeah. Well, the confusion of Spenny against a regular lineup is one thing. And then there's the, there's the extra curveball of, oh, also this guy who's been a bumbling oaf this whole time is going to sing beautifully for three minutes now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. Keeps people All right. On well, toes. let's talk about something else because stand up's boring. Um, <laughs> Correct. It shouldn't happen. It should be illegal. Art should be illegal, really. It's a bad art form. Uh, people get slapped doing it. Yeah. And, and they deserve and it. And not nearly enough, I would add. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> if you say something about my wife, please slap me. <laughs> that was Henny Youngman's original. <laughs> <laughs> slap how, my wife. Slap out. my wife, yeah, please, yeah. you motherfuckers. <laughs> that was the original and they said let's workshop yeah, 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 yeah. that's, that's henny youngman has he that took, yeah. has henny that in a laughing buddha notebook yeah, I was just saying, he, took, he took one of jeff lawrence's classes and that's how he got to, to take my okay I'm, I'm now imagining me and uh, henny youngman like writing jokes together and then i just keep telling him to add on to his very short jokes <laughs> <laughs> It says, take my wife, if you could find her. She was on that Malaysian airline before. Where's that plane? Oh, man, this is for no one. This is, yeah, I was just saying, we are drilling down to, to, to the absolute core of people who are willing to listen to stuff. They don't really take, understand. They don't understand. Take my wife. And we're not going to explain To Uganda. It. She's going to help me find Joseph Coney of the Coney 2012 campaign. Henny, say that whole sentence. <laughs> oh, uh, well, boy. in related news, you guys been cooking anything? Um, not really. I made really delicious grilled cheese last night. That was that was good. And then other you sent us that, a photograph. It looked great. It did. It did. I was very proud of it. Uh, that's how you know I'm proud of something when I'm willing to share it with you. Because anytime I make something, I'm like, should I send this a photo of this? I'm like, man, th- these guys no. could tear this apart. I'm like, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear John Newman's opinion on, on yeah. what I just. <laughs> do, I, do I want to offer myself up to take a couple massive L's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that uh, my uh, reputation precedes me, and so that you have to think whether or not you want to send something to your friend because you know he's going to be mean about it. <laughs> Listen, I think everybody, that's what friends are. They are they are brake pedals on life, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're necessary uh, tools for your success. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Amanda and I made, um, like, hash browns from scratch the other day. Uh, so what you do, you take potatoes, you shred them up real, real small, 
You grilled them. And then you, and then you make them crispy. <laughs> but we did it as like a hash, so there was like peppers and onions in it. Um, had that with some eggs and some bacon. It was great. And, um, and then she made like a chicken broccoli casserole kind of deal with like panko on top. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, it was the best. Sounds lovely. How about you, Johnny? Um, I've had I've had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, your chingles. Remember before that, your chingles. Your chingles before COVID. Yeah. First first chingles I ordered, COVID. <laughs> I ordered some chicken noodle soup the other day. <laughs> With um, the soda on the side. No, I wish that would have been nice. Oh, <laughs> oh I did. See. I made baked but baked potatoes last night. My girlfriend loves a baked Ooh. potato, and she got back in town, so I thought it'd be fun to make. Were, some would you say potatoes? that they were uh, mildly or fully loaded? Mildly loaded. Damn. Okay. Still good. Yeah. Still good. Still just a big hunk of of rock that you. Um, I would say that rock. hers was fully loaded. I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy a sour cream. Okay. Uh, and I feel like that's an, an integral part of a fully loaded baked potato. We haven't revisited white liquid theory in quite some time. Yeah, it's That's good to true. know. It's good still to know stands. it's still alive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good to see old friends again. Um, yeah. Johnny, yeah, I, I just had. I'll commend you. It, did you have you because you haven't been feeling completely well? Did you lose your appetite at all? Because I feel like I would take COVID nineteen as an excuse to just eat whatever I want and go completely off the rails. So, because she was out of town last week, I was just ordering food. Mm-hmm. And I was ordering probably a little too much food and then eating all of it. So I was like on a bad tear. Not like a crazy bad tear, but a bad tear. Mm-hmm. So this was like a return to sanity a little bit. I know it's not true, but part of me thinks I got COVID because I ate too much fast, like bad food last week. <laughs> yeah, whereas uh, whereas Joe and I, we were eating healthy. And right. that's why we were able to resist right. the yeah, onslaught yeah. that your body gave I had my first, my first chicken McGriddle this weekend, which is how I present to you the Adonis you see before you <laughs> wait there's a chicken mcgriddle so it's not what it sounds like johnny so picture two mcgriddle patty like the bread of mcgriddles and then inside is it is like a chicken breast but like i just gr- didn't know like that that existed fried. uh it's delicious and i'll never stop I mean, I've, I've started myself <laughs> on a path to, towards entropy very quickly <laughs> yeah i mean that sounds very good it sounds like everything i want in a breakfast sandwich. it exactly is Agreed. it's a calorie uh, do they do one with uh with cheese as well i didn't think to ask i was so uh i I had like pools of slobber like coming out out of my mouth uh as i as i read it off the menu so i I didn't think to add a cheese option but i'm sure you could although i do love the sorry go ahead oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i I don't know that cheese on a (laughs) cheese and adding cheese to that situation it's probably great. Who am I kidding? Anyway, go ahead, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think it necessarily needs it. No, um, I was thinking more of like an egg and cheese, a sausage egg and cheese McGriddle is my standard McGriddle. Yeah. but I also have not had that in quite some time. Because because like you look at the calorie counts on breakfast and like the McGriddle is so it's crazy, so high above any other option. Like like by a good thousand maybe. <laughs> it's pan it's pancake bread stuffed with sugar bombs. Yeah. Of course it's high. No. Like the bread the bread is not just regular bread. No, no, no. It's- I know, but it's just it's still it's the idea of seeing something that is ostensibly the same size and like shape yes. and makeup. But yes. for the fact that they have injected it with corn syrup. Yes. That's like <laughs> right. holding have you ever held a honey bun in your hand and oh. you're like, there's no way this light as a feather pastry could possibly be as unhealthy as it is, and it's got like 700 calories, and it weighs like 
point two ounces. Right. Like it's in, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. got the equivalent trans fat of like I don't know the entire you know nation of Nicaragua. It like contained in one <laughs> honey bun. Ah, uh, Nicaragua, a nation known for their trans fat. <laughs> You know what? Don't know what I was going for there, Johnny. Take her away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, it was like a Mad Lib of uh, analogies. That's all I do. Uh, okay, so let's talk about a video game. Never played it. Yeah. Uh, no, Skyrim. My experience with Skyrim was that uh, one day, it was a snowy day, uh, like 2011. My friends and I were hanging out. None of us had work because of the snow. I drove to Kmart to get an extra uh, controller so that my friends and I could play Call of Duty together. And while I was there, I was like, you know what? Why don't I get uh, Skyrim? I've heard good things. And I went back home, and then I realized that I got the wrong controller. And my buddy said, hey, I have Skyrim. Uh, I'll lend it to you. Uh, why don't you return the Skyrim, and I'll just give it to you later. And I returned it, and then he never gave it to me, and I've never played Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I just want to say, oh, I, I just want to say, we took two very different paths to end the same story, right? So I said, well, yeah, I just feel like I had, had a little me. bit more. I had a little bit more to say about. I Skyrim. understand. I, I had I had more exposure to the to the world of Skyrim in that I I held a completely package plastic wrapped uh, package of Skyrim the game in my hand, and you didn't. Okay, so I feel like I I feel like I'm I'm more of an authority to speak on Skyrim. Joe, I get that. But I I rarely, if ever, take only three words to tell a story. So so never played it stacked up against that Grisham novel you just told us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pretty cool. Thrilling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. James, in those moments where you thought you were going to play Skyrim, <laughs> what did you think of the game? Uh, I mean, the back of the box was beautiful. The pictures in the back of the box it looked it looked immersive. Um, you, how many looked... words would you say it it, it spoke? What was the question? How many words would you say that picture spoke? Oh, like like six hundred and eighty nine words. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Not yeah, not quite a thousand, but yeah. Uh, did you guys know this that uh, the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim is an action role playing video game developed by Bethesda Game Studios and published by Bethesda Softworks? It is the fifth main installment in the Elder Scrolls series following 2006's Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion and was released yeah. worldwide. Wait, I'm not done. For uh, for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 on November 11th, 2011. Did you guys know that? Yo, of course, of course I knew that. Did you not hear the story about me <laughs> returning Skyrim 25 minutes after I bought Skyrim? <laughs> Obviously I knew all that. Yeah, that's fair. All right, my bad. How much how many hours a day do you think Babish plays video games? Cuz it seems like he cares a great deal about video games. Uh, oh, that is a good question. I don't know. I know he's bought like a like a PC setup. I know he's gotten more into gaming. I know that he's depressed. <laughs> yeah. It feels like something that he was like super into when he was younger and now kind of obviously because yeah, because he's running a very successful business. Like maybe I doubt he plays every day, but I bet on any weekend that he's home, he probably gets like six or seven hours total a weekend. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. That feels like a lot. Over a whole weekend, though, if you think about it. Oh, so that, yeah, that's yeah. true. Weekends are like four to five days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, just the guy Johnny, who doesn't know what a weekend yeah, is. Not, <laughs> not knowing your gaming habits. What? Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait. COVID made him lose a sense of time. That's yeah. what he lost. Uh, Johnny, not knowing your gaming habits, uh, what is the most right. amount of time that you have ever spent on a video game? Not in one setting, just generally. 
And at what game? Um, I've pro- uh, at at a job three jobs ago. We played Mario Kart after lunch every day, <laughs> uh, and so we probably played fifteen minutes of Mario Kart every day for three years. So whatever that wow. is. Wow. So that that winds um, up being well over. It's got to be like six and a half years of time, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think it's uh yeah eighteen years of Mario Kart. <laughs> I love Mario Kart. I think Mario Kart is my favorite video game. Mario Kart's stupendous. Uh, it is Mario wonderful. Kart Eight, which you now have, right? Yes, I do. Haven't played. Why it yet. am I not at your house all the time? I don't know. Because uh, I'm <laughs> playing Mario. Kart. I'm very busy playing Pokemon and uh, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, you have things to do. <laughs> um, I never, I never owned a video game system growing up, which is probably not surprising based on everything that I've said <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, and yeah, I, I, it never took in adulthood. But that uh, at work. That was a real fun way to not work. Yeah, I had to, I had to enter the workforce to understand true free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, there were weeks at a time at that job where I didn't do anything. It was crazy. Would you consider it a bullshit job? Ah, huh? a book I'm, that I lent to. Have you started yes, it? Yes, I have. It's. Uh, oh, that's right. You told me. Makes that. it very difficult to complete work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy, uh, what do you think is the video game you spent the most time on? Oh, it's undoubtedly uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. PUBG uh, to the layman. PUBG. Uh, I I believe I've mentioned this on here before, but I remember I got it in 2018, and all of 2018, 19, and like the and obviously the beginning of 20, I was playing it pretty consistently. And at one point in late 2019, I remember looking at how much time I'd put into it, and I had 12 days worth of playtime on. Yeah, and I and this was when I was. They like, shouldn't still, keep track of that. I know for it's you. really that tough. Only seems it's, bad. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. And I remember like, like this is when I was still pursuing stand-up comedy, and PUBG was having a like a measurable negative effect on my stand-up comedy because instead of going out to shows and doing stuff, I would just go home and play video games, and instead of writing jokes, I'd be and I'd be like. If I had put 12 days worth of effort into stand-up. stand-up comedy, I probably would have been a lot farther along than I was. And then since that moment, I've stopped <laughs> pursuing stand-up comedy, <laughs> and I'm happily back into PUBG now, and I play very often uh, with, with friends. First. There was also that moment where you were just only writing jokes about PUBG, and it was never working at Mike's. Yeah, it didn't, yeah, really didn't translate into the general public. You right. Know? You're all on PUBG, and then you hold the <laughs> microphone out. <laughs> Waiting for you, them to carry you off stage. Yeah. Uh, Joe, um, what about you? Um, collectively, like the Pokemon games, probably, but also uh, close second to um, a combined Madden 07 and NCAA 13. I was about to say, I was going to say, I feel like NCAA was going to be your answer. Yeah, NCAA 13, Classics. the second to last uh, iteration that they had put out. Supposedly, they're coming out with it again. Uh, I've logged I can't wait. a I can't lot wait. of time trying to make Michigan good at football, which they weren't in 2013. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, the thing that we can all agree on is that the thing we like most about video games is the food they make. <laughs> <laughs> He makes sweet rolls from Skyrim, yep. and the video game shows the recipe, and there's no sugar in it. So he tries it first, and he makes uh, a Yorkshire pudding, because that's the thing that it seems closest to, which I appreciate. It feels very much like a babish effort of be true to the video game, right? Uh, but it was obviously not the thing that was 
in the video game. Yeah, making a sweet roll without sugar sounds... Yeah, I, I have in my notes that it can get fucked, not sucked. Which I think is an interesting linguistic, like, fork in the road. Where, like, if something gets fucked, it's bad. But if something gets sucked, it's good. You know what I mean? Your notes are always wild to me. Because you know you're the audience for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just have to say stuff so it doesn't clank around my head and keep me up at night. <laughs> Uh, I like a Yorkshire pudding. I think they taste nice. Never been. I don't like to eat something until I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to check out Yorkshire. Pudding. Yep. I'm trying to think if I've, if I've had a true Yorkshire pudding. I've had a, a popover, which kind of seems like something similar. Where it's I think just, they're similar. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it was that was delicious, and I'm sure I would enjoy Yorkshire pudding for sure. I don't know why it's called pudding. The people who invented this language somehow ruined it. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. This feels like a good pudding. opportunity to uh, to shit all over our UK listeners. Uh, shout mm-hmm. out to you. We love you and miss you. Please uh, write us something, you fucking cowards. Why do you call stuff pudding? It's uh, stupid and bad. Yeah, write you call in everything and defend pudding. your language. Yeah, yeah, please. You call everything pudding <laughs> when <laughs> right. you're going to pudding school. is like what how. I'm sorry. How Philadelphians call Johns. <laughs> right. When yeah. when people in the UK go to school after high school, they go to pudding. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> they don't wear they don't wear sneakers, they wear puddings. It's stupid. <laughs> when I went to London right before the pandemic hit, I was visiting some friends and hanging out. Uh, but then I had a lot of solo time too. I went to a bar or pub, excuse me. Yeah. I went to a pub. Oh. You went to a pub. Uh, a public house. By myself and had a nice Sunday roast and a couple beers and then went to the airport. And it was a delightful end to my trip. And I had a very good Yorkshire pudding on my Sunday roast. Did it have like a delicious sort of cummy glaze on it? Or was it like a savory situation? No, it was not It was not sweet at all. Okay. Uh, which a Yorkshire pudding is not sweet. No. So it's like served alongside a steak uh, or like a roast. <laughs> I guess I was going to ask what sweet puddings are, but I'm just going to look them up uh, while you guys say other uh, things. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. I mean, pudding is just the general term for dessert, but Yorkshire pudding, that's savory, baby. List of British desserts. All right. Bread and butter pudding. <laughs> okay. Eve's All pudding. Right. Yeah. Wait. Right. Wait. Rice pudding. There's only three puddings. Oh, no, never mind. There's so many puddings. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's I've so many. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. One of them's called fruit hat. Like that lady on the banana. The Chiquita lady? <laughs> or Bob Dole? British, British people eat a whole whole <laughs> Hispanic woman as a dessert. It's crazy. Fruit hat. Um, so he makes Yorkshire puddings first, and then he kind of adapts the recipe and makes a different one, and then puts a sweet glaze on it and says that it's okay. Uh, the shape of it looks fun. I think these look like fun shapes. <laughs> they do. They looked, yeah, they looked very fun to eat. And easy to eat. It's a good thing you didn't lose your sense of geometry, Johnny. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The best thing about COVID is having such like an acute sense of what shapes are fun. <laughs> I've been feeling very isosceles lately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a top ten triangle for sure. <laughs> Always gunning uh, for the top the- spot from scalene. <laughs> So the bulk of this episode, though, is he he takes uh, what he sees in the video game and then extrapolates a little bit and decides that he's going to make brioche, and that's going to be his main bun, Yes, which seems great. It seems like it'll be very good. It's James's biggest nightmare is an entire dough episode. Yeah, I mean, when I saw what this episode was going to be, I just kind of, like... I just kind of let my body relax and just let it wash over me. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I'm just, 
why put up a fight just <laughs> surrender i surrendered to it and i let it just roll over me and it was horrible the whole thing it was 13 minutes he made approximately eight thousand different pieces of dough yeah how many times did it need to rise i don't know two thousand it's just good lord the end products were all great the the rest of it could get fucked i don't care about it I think we could make a pretty compelling Twitch stream of you making brioche and just <laughs> saying to people, he will get furious at oh, some point. Oh, my God. I, yes. I feel like uh, we're going to get a lot of traction during the moments where James has to punch the dough down uh, because it's gonna, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of real anger in those moments. Somebody needs to be on that bleep button hard, <laughs> like ready to go. Can we not get paid through Twitch if you're cussing? No, you can, but like I think I'm gonna cross some lines. Yeah, <laughs> that's, no, you're gonna. That's what I'm more. You're gonna pull about. a PewDiePie I need somebody for who sure. cares about me and knows where the line is to be <laughs> on that button. Can 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 we get canceled uh. if you, if the stream is only twenty people? <laughs> I had a friend who uh, he quit his job and he just made pasta for two weeks and he built up a little decent little Twitch following of people who just liked him watching him make pasta every day. There's some people out there, they'll watch anything. Yeah. Yeah, they'll listen to anything, as we obviously know from this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, listen, there are rubes out there, okay? <laughs> we, are, we are evidence. Um, no, but yeah, there's something soothing about watching somebody either do something well or even practice something. Just like a repetitive thing yeah, or for sure. a, a skill. There's something soothing about that. Yeah, there's a lot of woodworking channels on YouTube that I've oh, been yeah. going to sleep to lately. <laughs> So we should. Yeah, it's nice. What I'm hearing is that we should start a we we can have James's dough making stream. We could also have my jump roping stream where I try to jump rope 20 times in a row and never make it. Right, and I'll play Mario Kart 8. <laughs> All three of those things are accessible at the same time. We should we should move into a house like those Vine kids. <laughs> yeah. we'll, be a con- we'll be a content factory. And we'll all change we're our last current. Name. We're referencing yeah, Vine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll all change our last name to Paul and try to glom on as the new three Paul brothers. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> Joe, James, and John yeah, Paul. Logan, I, could Jake, reasonably James, be, John I could reasonably pull off being a Paul brother. You I could. Think. If I, I'm, like, I'm like the weird older Paul brother. Right. Because I'm like ten years older than them, I think I'm like, or I'm like, I'm like the Paul brother from their mom's first marriage. I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? Like my last, yeah, my name, my my, my last name is actually DeJulio. <laughs> I'll go by Paul for, for the for the views. I feel like I could remember like oh, sorry, go ahead, Jenny. Remember like five years ago, where one of them made a video in like that Japanese forest, yeah, and we collectively forest. were like, yeah, and we all were like, all right, they're canceled, and then we none of us followed through with that at all. Johnny, it's almost as if cancel culture isn't a thing. <laughs> Shout out to Louis C.K. and his Grammy. <laughs> yes, indeed. Shout out to him and that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should know, guys, shout outs are not endorsements. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were being hell. sarcastic. Um, so the, the glaze he makes, powdered sugar and milk. Uh, Speaking to Louis C.K., that... pretty cummy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my ideal glaze. I like a powdered sugar and milk on a on a yeah. bun like this. Is that, yeah. you, would you be preferable to more of a cream cheese Thorostein, or you, you, you're okay no, with the powdered me, sugar and milk? Give me that powdered sugar and milk type. I want that cinnamon bun type glaze. Yeah. I do want 10x the no- amount that he makes. Right. Because I know he he was staying close to the things. 
But I know if I was eating this, those dry bits at the bottom would drive me nuts. Yeah. I would just want more glaze. Well, it's I, I need the amount that is drenched on, and then I need a separate cup for dipping. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. You know what would be nice is if you made a really thin glaze, and you dunked the entire thing in thin glaze, and then you had this thick glaze on top. So you had a little bit of both. And, and on top of that, Johnny, a cup for dipping. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a, a cup for sure. That is a... Point is, <laughs> I just like the idea of it being like a glazed donut consistency, and then you have a little bit extra on top yes. for fun. Yes. The and then a cup. <laughs> <laughs> I ha- I Where did it go? Oh, he in making the brioche batter, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, uh, dough, he, he slowly added butter to the, to the stand mixer and then wasn't taking any bites for himself. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. That was weird for me to see. If it had been if it had been country crock, he definitely would have been taking some of That's those. That's what I, I, yeah, I had to rationalize that within myself. Right, he could resist the real butter, but if it was country crock, uh, oh man, no. would he be taking? Um, Joe, if you were to take a spoonful of country crock right now and take like a spoonful and eat it, yeah. what do you think your enjoyment level would be on a scale of one to ten? Probably like butter? a three. I feel like I, I feel like it's probably lost some of the zhuzh from when would I was us, a child. Would us shaming you increase your enjoyment? Like, is it like a weird masochist <laughs> type <laughs> type thing? Yeah, like, hold on. Sorry, three if you guys aren't watching me. Eleven if you are. <laughs> yeah. What if okay. Joe? Joe, what if similar to COVID, I lightly choked you while, <laughs> while you ate? Sure. And can you be wearing a mask of my dad's face? Uh-huh. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Like, I wonder if you had gotten in the right headspace and you were trying to, like, rekindle, like, memories from your childhood. No one's around. No one, no one's going to find out if you could get up to, like, an eight or a nine of, like, really liking it. Johnny, I guess we'll never know until the next time we record in person. Uh, and <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then I contract COVID. It'll be my turn. And then uh, as part of how I test whether or not I've lost my senses, I'll be getting some country crock and, and doing experiments. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll put up pictures all over the wall of memories from your childhood. <laughs> we'll play Mr. Brightside, pretend that it's your your weird football tradition. <laughs> Which started like in my senior year in college, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I really should have picked a better <laughs> song reference. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would go with uh, Wicked Game by Chris Isaac, because that's the first time I remember being horny. <laughs> <laughs> I have decided when we go to that Michigan football game in the fall for your bachelor party that I'm going to sing Mr. Brightside as soon as we walk in the stadium. <laughs> what's, what's nuts Just is at the wrong people times. will get way on board with that. You'll be very popular. Oh, man, that's a bummer. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a fun thing. It will be. I wanted it to be different. Oh, no. It won't be. But like it's like second and three, and I'm just singing. I'm coming out of my cage. <laughs> well, and it would doing... be. It be. I guess I was gonna say if you started it at a weird part of the song, but that song is just like two verses, and then the chorus multiple. Yeah, times. that just keeps going. There's over. no like. I guess unless you do, base yourself for me. If you do that part. Didn't friend of the pod Eric Schmidt have a bit at one point about how you ever notice that Mr. Brightside is just uh, one song twice? <laughs> yep. <laughs> now what well any other thoughts about this episode <laughs> uh brioche big fan i liked the Great. giant i will say the only thing i liked was the giant uh sweet th- thing that he made at the end yeah that made some of the oh yeah he makes working. a giant version at the end which yeah. was very fun uh in my notes that went down as loaf time bitches <laughs> again your notes are truly just wild <laughs> just just impeccable stuff <laughs> <laughs> journalistic uh, yeah, I enjoyed integrity. this episode. 
I thought it had a lot of the notes of a good Babish episode, which was a lot of experimentation and fun and different versions of things. And then and ultimately, it, it looked like the thing. It was also sponsored, which is the most important part. I thought in, yeah. in the like scheme of recent longer episodes that we've covered, at least, uh, yeah, this felt this felt like a fun one. It wasn't like I enjoyed the, it. The, where other ones are long because of the bits involved, this one was long because we were like, like you said, trying stuff, experimenting. It was technical. Yeah. 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 Right. And because of the friends we made along the way. <laughs> As we go on. Guys! I was going to let you go. I was going to let you go. Yeah. No, cut me off, baby. Cut me off, daddy. <laughs> Please like and subscribe uh, if you want to follow us for more content. Uh, you can follow us. For, uh, I can't. Remember <laughs> you're doing perfect. Gab, Gab with Bab on Twitter. Jesus. Gab with Babbage on Instagram. Uh, and send us emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns. You want to shit on the English language that English people speak, or if you want to defend it and you are one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of them, aka our enemy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm still not over 